0: This is the OTP, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get the home field advantage with health care coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. My name is Mike Keith. My special guest for this edition of the OTP is Rhett Bryan, Titans Radio's own. Lifelong Middle Tennessean, I guess Nashvillean, Murfreesboroan, Murfreesboroan, Murphy Murfrees- Rutherford Countyan, Rutherford Countyan, but certainly been with me since the start. We have been—I've been with you since the start. We've been together, and uh, you did something that I thought was fascinating, and I wanted to bring you on the OTP to discuss it. You are an Eagle Scout. That's correct. And when you are an Eagle Scout, you have to do an Eagle Scout project. That is correct. Which is not easy. No. And so you are used to deep dives. Yes. You decided to take a deep dive into Derrick Henry and look at where he is in his career as a potential Hall of Famer someday. Why did you decide to do this, Rhett? Well, it starts with – He had the
1: fifth best rushing season in 101 years of the National Football League. 2,027 yards rushing. And that's where it starts. But when you start thinking about all the big performances he's put together really over the last two seasons out of his first five seasons, uh, I, I got interested in where is he tracking versus not only the greats in franchise history and Eddie George, Earl Campbell, and Chris Johnson, but the top 15 running backs in NFL history. And first of all, he's the first guy in the history of the game of football, Mike, that has a 2,000-yard rushing season in high school as a Uly Hornet in Uly, Florida a 2,000-yard rushing season in 2015 in his last year at Alabama when he won the Heisman Trophy and the first guy to be in all three phases a 2,000-yard rusher in the National Football League right. in the history of football.
0: All right, so let's establish something that I want to come back to later. This is not a late bloomer. This is an early bloomer. This is a guy who's been a star since he was like eight years old. Right.
1: And a man among boys in stature.
0: You know, for 20 years of his life, he has been better at football than most everybody else. Yes. Okay. So keep that in mind. Put a pin in it. We'll come back to
1: it. Okay. And so I started thinking about, is he tracking towards a Hall of Fame career? And I, I in the window of time that I did this recently, uh, Jim Wyatt had done a great piece at TennesseeTitans.com with Peter King the week of the Super Bowl about this. You can go back and find it at tennesseetitans.com back at the first week of February and Peter King agrees with me. He thinks he's tracking towards a Hall of Fame career. Well, when Peter King says that, it kind of gets your attention, sure. right? So I also go and think about a conversation that we had with a very respected Hall of Fame voter, longtime journalist and Rick Gosselin. Mm-hmm. Coach Mac knows him very well. You have had conversations with him numerous times. And he's very respected in these circles. And I remember he can't, we were doing the Dallas Cowboys game on Monday Night Football two years ago. And he was obviously there because he's longtime Dallas Morning News writer and associated with the Cowboys for many years. And I asked him, I said, at this time, this particular window of time, I'm like, is Frank Gore a Hall of Fame running back? He said, well, he said, we don't look at just stat stackers we look at how effective they were and what impact they had on their team in windows or a window of time. And that's stuck with me ever since. Because I believe Frank Gore will be a Hall of Fame running back because he's 16,000 yards rushing now. He's compiled enough stats, I think, that that's the case. So that kind of thing, it's not just stat stacking, but it's what his effect is on, on his team at any given particular time. And then, so that made me start thinking about what effect that Derrick Henry has had on the Tennessee Titans in two plus seasons and it's there's no question he's a major major
0: part of it all right so what two things from your research did you find that you think are more significant towards that argument
1: well and the, and this will show that why I'm not a Hall of Fame voter but I believe the one that stood out to me is 5 yards per carry through 5 seasons now we know that DeMarco Murray was a reason that helped him out in that. He wasn't the bell cow in the first two or three, two and a half seasons as a Titan. But Jim Brown's the only other guy out of these 15 guys that have a five-yard per carry average. And, of course, Jim Brown has it in his career. Uh, that's why you and I will always argue that he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest NFL players in the history of the game.
0: Can I just say again, I believe Jim Brown is the greatest player in the history of the National Football League. Yeah. Period.
1: So Go ahead. So I just, you know, but I think that yards per carries there, Uh, the 100-yard games and strings of consecutive 100-yard games, and now 200-yard games. I mean, when you consider in the past 18 months, he's got more, he's got the same amount of 200-yard games as Barry Sanders and Jim Brown do in their whole career. That's incredible. And then when you start looking at, so the first thing I wanted to do, I was like, okay, Let's take a look at franchise greats. We know that Edward Nathan George Jr., as you call him, Eddie George, the uh, franchise-leading rusher, and then Earl Campbell, 1991 Hall of Famer, right behind him, and CJ2K Chris Johnson is right there, who is also a member of the 2,000-yard club. I'm like, let's compare him there, and then let's start looking at uh, 12, 13 other guys who are all either in the Hall of Fame or tracking towards that. And I start looking at these numbers, and I'm like, This is incredible. Because when you look at Earl Campbell, who is in the Hall of Fame.
0: With a short career. Right. Because
1: this is a guy that, you know, once he was traded to the New Orleans Saints, there just wasn't anything left in the tank. They just absolutely wore his big thighs and legs out. They just wore him out. But through five seasons, uh, Earl Campbell, 1,561 carries, 6,995 yards, 4.31 per carry, Fifty-seven rushing touchdowns, thirty-nine one-hundred-yard games already at that point in his career. Well, Derrick Henry's got twenty-three, and that's in basically in the last two seasons plus. He's got fifty-eight hundred plus yards rushing. Uh, you know, four or five hundred less carries. I mean, it's, it's it's incredible. That's the thing that stood out to me the most is how many less carries he has than a lot of these guys did in their first five seasons. Chris Johnson, he had six. Uh, 1,463 carries in his first five years. And, again, you know, Derrick Henry's been afforded that extra mileage on the tires because of a DeMarco Murray in right. the first couple of years.
0: Well, I've got another stat for you. Okay. That I think is going to – that you'll want to put in your bailiwick towards this argument. Okay. But I'm not going to give it to you yet because the thing that Oh, the
1: tease. The tease.
0: So, so I, I'm, I'm reading your stuff. And I'm thinking, man, this is really unbelievable what he's found. But I'm also recalling the most incredible part of the story, which was less than two and a half years ago. Derrick Henry was not the Titans' first string running back. No. And I think what he's done is one of the most remarkable stories that I have ever experienced in sports because of, what he's done because of the fact that we established he's been better at football than most anybody in his life for 20 years, been a star since he was six, seven years old. And yet, when you look back to October of 2018, I don't want to say he was down and out, but brother, he was down. Let me go back to this, October 14th, 2018. Baltimore 21, Tennessee nothing. Yep. I think that was the day. That 11
1: quarterback sacks on Marcus Mariota that day?
0: Marcus Mariota sacked 11 times. That was the day I think many of us began to realize something with Marcus Mariota was broken. Because so many of those sacks, there were receivers open. He wasn't getting rid of the ball. In some cases, he didn't have a chance because they they blitzed. Wink Martindale brought pressure, whatever. But there were a lot of instances. And we'd seen the same thing on the Thursday night in Jacksonville in September where he was not getting rid of the ball. The other thing in that game, Derrick Henry, seven carries, 21 yards. Just nothing going on. And nothing had really been going on with Derrick Henry. So we fly to London. Derrick Henry is the starting running back at the Baltimore game and when we get to London, playing the Chargers. Henry starts the game, rushes 12 times for 33 yards and a touchdown. That's it. Less than three yards of carry. Deion Lewis, 13 rushes, 91 yards. So there were running lanes there. Apparently,
1: I think Deion Lewis had 165 yards from scrimmage in that game. He was great. The receiver part of it, too. He
0: did. He did a great job. But all of a sudden, we've we've got a hint. There's a problem. And there are two indicators that the Titans at that point think it's a problem. One, 942 left in the second quarter. The Titans have the football first and 10 at their own five. Who's running the ball when you're at your own five if you're the Tennessee Titans?
1: Right now, it's Derrick Henry. It's
0: Derrick Henry. But what was it that day? David Fluellen.
1: How about that? Flew.
0: The Tennessee Titans put David Fluellen in to run the football.
1: I seem to remember that.
0: that, and, that we're, and we're like, what? Yeah. Not that David Fluellen's not a no, capable no, no. NFL back. No. But he's not your lead back. He's not your 250-pound running back right. basically coming off the goal line. David Fluellen. Then, late in the game, Titans score to make it 20-19. to They scored on a fourth down pass to
1: Luke Stocker.
0: Luke Stocker is correct. On fourth and goal at the one. Who do they not run on fourth and goal at the one? Derrick Henry. Henry. They go for two. They get a pass interference call. The ball is moved to the one. Marcus Mariota throws it away on the two-point play incomplete. Titans lose the game. The two-point play from the one, who do they not run? Derek Henry. Okay. So, here we are. Here we are. It's October twenty 2018. We're in London. And – it's obvious that there's something going on there that's not working. When we leave there, Derrick Henry, 84 rushes, 273 yards, and one touchdown. That's less than three and a half yards a carry. Right. We have the buy. The trade deadline is up the Tuesday after the buy. Chris Mortensen, who we trust. Yes. Chris Mortensen reports that Derrick Henry has been shopped by the Titans. Chris Mortensen reports this. That was where the conversation with Eddie George and Derrick Henry started to happen. Where Eddie said, in London, you had a chance to flatten a guy and you didn't do it. You've got to flatten a guy. And he also said, they tried to trade you, Derek. You better know this is for real. That was where they had the come to Jesus conversation. Yep. Trade that deadline You were
1: not running with a
0: purpose. Trade deadline passes. Week nine, Monday night football in Dallas. You referenced it earlier. Where you met Rick You yep. had a chance to interview. Titans win twenty eight to fourteen, overcoming a disastrous first quarter. Henry and Lewis start the game in the backfield together. That's right. Lewis, 19 rushes, 62 yards, four catches, 60 yards and a touchdown. Derrick Henry, six carries, 27 yards. The sixth carry comes with 131 to go. Titans, first and 10 at their own 13, running out the clock. Play running to the left. When you watch the tape back, there is a massive hole to the outside. Derrick Henry cuts back, runs into a Cowboy defender, gains one yard on a play that, as we've seen, he can take to the house. Not good. Six days later, New England at Nissan Stadium. Titans win 34-10. to 10. Henry starts the game, but they take him out after the first snap. Deion Lewis gets the first six carries of the game. Henry doesn't get his first carry until 7.15 remains in the first quarter. Two series later, with 9.23 to go in the first half, David Flewellen comes in the game. They put David Flewellen in the game at tailback against the Patriots. Fluellen for three yards fluellen for 13 yards and the third carry he injures his knee it's over for for Flewellen. that's right Henry finishes that game 11 carries 58 yards two touchdowns but after that he is no longer the starting running back so we're at November 11th 2018 and Derek Henry who you were just talking about as a potential Hall of Famer, is no longer the starting running back for the Tennessee Titans.
1: And isn't getting massive yards in that game right there that was a blowout Mm -hmm. against the New England Patriots. They put Tom Brady on the bench with seven and a half minutes to go in the game out of his own physical well-being for the rest of the season because the pass rush was there.
0: Derrick Henry does not start the next three games. He rushes 27 times for 116 combined yards. He's the backup. But let me tell you what's happening in practice. And this is the part of the story that I think is incredibly significant. And that every young person, heck, every old person, ought to hear. Because here's this dude who has been good at this game his whole life. And you could make the case at this moment, he's in the tank. Well, when this happens to athletes, generally they don't come back. But what does this guy do? He accepts it. He listens to Eddie George. He runs with the scout team in practice to get the extra reps to work on taking better angles. He refuses to give up. Refuses. And he just keeps balling out in spite of the fact that nothing is really going his way. This didn't come immediately. He's demoted, and it had been a long process to get to the demotion, and the period in which he was demoted, he didn't come out of it right away. It was a month. December 6, 2018. Henry does not start against Jacksonville, Thursday night football. But he does score at the end of the first possession. They get down to the goal line, and they give the ball to Derrick Henry. And what are they telling us at that at this point? They're saying to us, Derrick Henry is starting to look like Derrick Henry again. 17 carries, 238 yards, four touchdowns, a 99-yard run. Derrick Henry is has almost doubled his season's rushing total in one game. So then you're saying, "Ah, okay, one time, right? Go to New York, play the Giants, 170 yards rushing.
1: In a shutout.
0: In the rain. That's right. In a shutout. 84 yards against Washington in a game where the Titans had to come from behind. Mm -hmm. And then 16 carries for 93 yards against Indianapolis in the finale. Henry rushes in the last four games for 585 yards. And he'll finish with over 1,000 yards rushing on the season. Remarkable. One of the most remarkable four-week runs I've ever seen from a guy who'd had three months of nothing. But you talk about a guy with courage. You talk about a guy with discipline. You talk about a guy who is not – who, who's not a star heart, who doesn't think no. – he he's not a prima donna.
1: And work ethic.
0: It's work ethic. And he fought his way back to being the guy at Uly and the guy at Alabama and the guy he was in the playoffs against Kansas City at the end of his second year where they said, hey, we've got our star for the future. So get this. Here's the fun. In the last four games of 2018 – in the 18 games in which he appeared in 2019 and in the 2020 regular season, that's 38 games, 853 carries, 4,598 yards, 5 a carry, and 42 touchdowns.
1: That's as good the- a window as anybody in the league, probably.
0: Okay, I got a better one. So, Dwight Spradlin.
1: Long-time media relations man for the Tennessee Titans. He's
0: now the media relations director. He's been promoted. He's Congratulations, he's part, Dwight. He's still part of Robbie Boren's team, but he's been bumped up. And Dwight Spradlin, he, he's like you are to me. He's a great teammate. I love being on the same team with Dwight Spradlin. So I'm on an airplane, and I'm looking at this stuff the other night, and I find something really weird, and I send it to Dwight. And he spends some time with it, corrects my math, which is good. (laughs) But then he also comes up with this. This will be the thing you add to those stats that you're talking about. In his last 25 games, and I'm talking about his final nine games of 2019, I'm including the playoffs, Mm -hmm. and the 2020 regular season, 16 games, in his last 25 games, Derrick Henry, 600 carries, 3,369 yards, that's 5-6 a carry, 29 touchdowns. In the 25 games, 17 of those he's rushed for over 100 yards. So in 68% of those 25 games, he's rushed for 100 yards, four 200-yard games. Okay, so I asked Dwight. I said, is there a running back in NFL history that you can find and you have to go to the Elias Sports Bureau to work with them? Yep. And Dwight is our connection to them. Can you find a back who has had a more productive 25-game period of their career? The answer is no. (laughs) What we have witnessed, the final nine games, including the playoffs of 2019, and the 2020 regular season 25 games 3369 yards that is the most prolific total ever in NFL history for a running back in a 25 game period
1: and so there you go and that's that's why I and I'm not for everybody listen to this OTP I'm not saying he's in the Hall of Fame I'm saying he is tracking that way that path And what you've just described is the base of that path because within that window of time, back-to-back rushing titles, offensive player of the year, multiple playoff appearances. And I think that's an important part of this stuff. You know, 136 carries, 670 yards rushing, 4.9 a carry, three rushing touchdowns in six playoff games, receiving 13 catches on 14 targets, only 88 yards, but still 6.8 per reception in that. And who can forget that jump pass to Corey Davis in Baltimore in the 2019 playoff game in the divisional round. Well, Big moments, big performance. The
0: reason I wanted to go back and tell that 2018 story was to back your research from this standpoint. To get there, he's going to have to keep going. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not there yet. But when you're able to do what he did in 2018, then you have the right stuff. keep going. It's why I believed even after 1,540 yards and the playoff performances that he gave in 2019, he would come back in 2020. It's why I said on Titans radio with four games to go, you know, if he has a couple of good games, (laughs) he can rush for 2,000 yards and that would have sounded like a crazy comment, but you know, nobody called it a crazy comment to me because I think they understand the same thing, that there's something about this human being, not just this football player, but he has that Eddie George thing about him as a human being, that work ethic, that toughness, that courage, that along with, no offense, Eddie, more talent, certainly more speed, that this may not end. This may continue. So you take it from here with your research. What do we need to see? He's 27 now. Mm-hmm. What What would we need to see from him the next three years for the conversation to really get serious?
1: Before I answer that, I want to add one thing to okay. what you've just set up, All right. and that's durability. Sure. Knock on wood, seriously. Because in looking at the first five seasons of Derrick Henry versus the first five seasons of not only the greats and Oilers slash Titans franchise history, but all-time NFL running backs – Durability is obviously a huge thing in this. It's one of the most punishing positions you can play in the league. And Jim Brown and Eddie George were the only two out of the 15 backs to play every game in their first five seasons.
0: Remember, the one game he missed, the New Orleans game.
1: In week 16 of
0: 2019. He was held. Right. He was held because he'd had a little hamstring. Right. It was precautionary.
1: It, it wasn't was, that he had he to sit. It, he could have
0: played. Absolutely. He would have played, but the Titans needed to beat Houston in Week 17. The game against New Orleans didn't matter. They sat five starters right. that day. And it was one of the best coaching moves that Mike Vrabel has made in his three years as Titans head coach because he doesn't do what he did in Houston, in and those three, New England, right. in Baltimore, what he did in the first half of the game at Kansas right. City if they don't choose to sit him. Correct. But he would have played that day against New Orleans. He practiced.
1: And that, and we're talking out of 15 backs. Yeah. So he technically would have been the third guy right. outside of Jim Brown and Eddie George to play in every game in his first five seasons. And we're talking a list that includes a Walter Payton, a Barry Sanders. Just keep going down the list. Emmitt Smith, whoever you want to talk about. Okay. Terrell Davis.
0: So stay healthy.
1: Stay healthy is huge.
0: All right, well, keep As going. Turn,
1: in, in terms of what he's got to do before the magic clock ticks 30, and you're right, he just turned 27 years old, I think that he has to – and I'm not saying he's got to do some incredible stuff. He just has to keep building on what he's doing. And, I I, I mean, I think twelve to 1,500 yards a year, I think good production in touchdowns in yards per carry if possible and continuing it to be successful – and helping his team getting into the playoffs in successive years like he's done three out of the past four seasons. I think you have to continue to build on those things. Now, I will say this, and I'll piggyback off what I believe Eddie George said not that long ago. I believe if the things are right and we know the ingredients are there uh, and and the durability continues to be a staple of his – he could rush for another 2,000-yard season. I do believe that's possible. I don't think Eddie George is out of line saying that.
0: Well, also because he's a home-run hitter.
1: Right. When, and that's, you can,
0: when you can go 80 two or three times a year.
1: And that's another part yeah, of the, sta- yeah. the, the, the research that I did in this is explosive plays. Mm-hmm. As Coach Mack says, X plays, explosive plays. He right now has 11 rushes of 40-plus yards, three receptions of 40-plus yards. And to put that into Titans history, we look at Chris Johnson, who in his Titans career in five first five seasons, 18 rushes of 40-plus and three receptions of 40-plus. And we know he's one of the most electric players in, in Titans history. He could hit it any time and go. Well, he wasn't 6'3", 246 pounds. You know, Chris Johnson's Two Bills standing, you know, with his clothes soaking wet and and nowhere near 6'3". So, I mean, I just looked at X plays when they started keeping those stats, and he's right there with all of the greats.
0: Look to the folks at Farm Bureau Health Plans when you need someone who understands the X's and O's of health care coverage. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. We've been doing this a long time. This will be – Year twenty four for us, the good Lord willin, and the creek don't rise. Yes, um, we've had a chance to cover some special athletes. You and I, I, I believe, enjoy that as much as anything that we get to do. the The chance to be around Steve McNair, and Eddie George, and on and on and on to the to the Kevin Carter's, to the Chris Johnsons. To the Kyle Vanden Bosches, to all of the offensive linemen who have been outstanding players, so many defensive backs that we've enjoyed watching to now. And when you see somebody who really takes their job seriously, and they they do it as a job well, those are the guys you really respect. And some of those guys are stars, and some of them aren't. You know, some of them are just good, solid NFL players, and you're like, man, I admire that guy. Derrick Henry has the good, solid NFL player makeup, and yet he's a superstar. Yes. I got a text from a friend, a former NFL player, and he was showing me a picture of his son getting ready to go out during the snow and he had on his Derrick Henry jersey. <laughs> this friend, this former NFL player, did not play for the Titans. <laughs> How about that? But the impact. I was traveling on the West Coast to see my daughter in Seattle. Mm. Somebody saw that I had a tag on my bag with the Titans. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. first team. thing that came to mind. I, I, I mean, he is a worldwide superstar now. And we're getting, we're having the opportunity, along with Titans fans, to witness what I think you're right about. I think we're in something historic right now, and Red, I think it's going to continue.
1: I I don't see uh, outside of the the crazy part of you know an, an injury possibility. I don't see any way it, it doesn't work uh, in his favor because of what you've described in when he picked himself up out of the ashes, like a phoenix rising, if you will and he put in the work. He put he he put himself he owned it. He owned it. He put himself in that spot and go, you know what? Whatever's going on, I got to change it and I got to change it now or I'm going to find myself out of this league and he earned himself a, a nice four-year extension. Thank goodness we got him for another 3 years and and to see what this is going to do before that clock strikes at the 30-year-old mark which we know is huge and for some guys adrian peterson is an exception to the rule frank gore is an exception to the rule but we see that we've seen this game chew guys up and spit them out i don't think they're going to chew up and spit out derrick henry he's just special um the durability we mentioned and then the the skill set i i can't remember seeing a guy as big as him be as fast as him and then now you know the other thing you talked about the the Derrick Henry effect and, you know, someone saying to you, Derrick Henry, when they saw your Titans mm-hmm. luggage tag. Look at what it's doing in college football and, and in high school football. The stiff arm oh. is back, and it is back with a vengeance. And who, do they, who are they emulating? It's not any of the guys I researched, really, unless they're old school and they love to look at old historic running backs. It's Derrick Henry. It's Derrick Henry. When they saw him put Josh Norman in orbit – and that after, you know, the 16-day delay in the COVID outbreak and the, the, the just how ferocious and angry he ran. And all of those, uh, it just it sets off this firestorm and all these backs coming up are like, I want that stiff arm just like number 22.
0: On a play that didn't count. Yeah. Because of offsetting That's penalties. Right. <laughs> That's right. I bet it counted to Josh Norman.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah,
0: but oh, it's good He might stuff. be
1: suffering residual effects from well, that.
0: Well, Rhett, you always do a great job for Titans Radio. Uh, the research on the Derrick Henry project was fascinating. Can people still see that at TitansRadio.com? They
1: certainly can. They absolutely can at TitansRadio.com. And uh, just when I started looking at where he's heading and just what he's done, and you, you – Encapsulated all of it in that twenty-five game window. It's amazing what he has done, and if he if he does anywhere near that in the next twenty-five plus games, I think we'll talk be talking about something very special. And you know, the other thing is, I wanted to look at guys with short careers uh, to stat because really, right now, the closest where he's trending stat wise is with a Frank Gore and with a Terrell Davis, right. And, of course, the, the thing that put Terrell Davis over the top, because he's got the 2,000-yard club membership, but he has two world championships. And I I, I don't think that that's an end-all, be-all in this, because obviously Earl Campbell doesn't have one, but he was a man among boys in a window of time that was very successful of the Oilers as they went to AFC championship games against the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and, and, and so forth. It's what they do, not only in, in production, but what they do and how much they help their team in that window
0: good stuff Rhett Brian
1: thanks for having me it's a blast yeah uh, I really enjoyed it
0: great to tell this story overall for Rhett Brian I'm Mike Keith and thanking Farm Bureau Health Plans, we thank you, the OT people, for being with us for this edition of the OT show. Where the legends go, everybody knows
1: it's our house, fighting for Tennessee, making history, greatness is meant to be ours now. Hey, we got Titan blood running through our veins.